Razorback fans, it's officially here. It is game day eve. Arkansas's football season is about to start up. So we are going to get into my final predictions for the Arkansas Razorback football season in 2023. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I'm also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Friday as we are finally here. Razorback football starts tomorrow. All right, tomorrow. No longer of this days away and all this stuff we're kj jefferson days away as i like to put it with rocking my shirt over here but uh, it's happening tomorrow and so uh, you know i thought about what different things that i could do for this podcast today i was like okay so i do i want to approach it this way you know these things i want to hit on and i started getting to the point where i'm like you know what no i'm sick and tired of talking about stuff and talking about what could have but it like and what we've seen in practice Nah, i'm done this is just going to be a straightforward podcast. We're going to have three different segments, okay? Just like we always do. And we're going to go through the first four games in this segment, the next four games in the next segment, and then the final four games in the next segment with some other predictions too. Very straightforward, very to the point. Everyone's been asking me, what do I think the Hogs are going to do this year? What do I think their win losses are going to end up being? That's the case. And uh, my dog just decided to go and play with his bone as he's making a lot of noise. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, anyways, so let's go ahead and get right into it. Western Carolina, the game that's happening tomorrow in Little Rock. Now, we all know about Arkansas's history with some non-conference games, and we know about the game at War Memorial, and we know about all the stuff that's going along with it. But throw all that aside. We had Kerwin Bell on the uh, podcast yesterday, which was, which was just an awesome dude, like a really awesome coach and really going to be rooting for him uh, besides tomorrow. Uh, the rest of the way, because that guy was really informative and really great. And the thing about Western Carolina is that uh, they are a team that's going to have a lot of offense. They're going to try to move the ball. They're going to try to go all over the place. And so it's going to be really interesting in this way against Western Carolina. Not to say that if Arkansas dominates them defensively, then suddenly that means that Arkansas is going to be a 10-win ten, ten team. But it does show that, hey, this is going to be an offense that if you don't play good defense against them, they're going to make you pay for it. So this is going to be huge, and it's a nice little test for this defense and how much it's actually come and how far it's actually improved. And so Arkansas is going to win this game, and I think Arkansas is going to win it fairly handedly. And when I say fairly handedly, I'm talking about in the midway point of the third quarter, maybe even at halftime, Arkansas is going to start putting in the reserves. That's what it should be. That's what it needs to be. That's what it better be. I don't want to see it still in doubt going into the fourth quarter. Nobody wants to see something like that. So Arkansas is going to win this game, and I believe that they're going to win it by a final score of something like 56 to 21. I think when some of the reserves come in, you know, Western Carolina will get their points. Uh, I think Arkansas's offense is just going to dominate. I think they're not going to have any answer for KJ, any answer for Rocket, uh, any answer for anybody really on the offensive side, and Arkansas is going to get their points, and they're going to win handedly. So I think Arkansas wins 56 to 21. And also wanted to make sure everybody understands this too. This is all based on health. Like this is just assuming that everyone's going to be healthy all the time, which I know is dumb to do. But I'm just going to assume that KJ is going to play every game, and that uh, you know Rocket's going to play every game. That everybody's going to play. So this is what these predictions are based on. So Arkansas starts one and zero. Kent State, the first game in Fayetteville, the true home game for Arkansas. 
uh, goes up against a team that is actually playing uh, last night. So uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they will have, and they'll have a few more days rest, as if that matters, and it shouldn't matter. But uh, this is going to be another thing where Arkansas takes care of business. May not blow out Kent State as much as they did Western Carolina, but still takes care of business pretty easily, and ends up looking good offensively. And you know you're starting to see it a little bit. But here's the deal, and this is what I want. I should have said this against Western Carolina. I don't think it'll matter in that game. But it's going to take a little bit for this offense to get going. Just looking at it from what Danny knows when he was the offense coordinator in Arkansas in 2015 when he came in, the offense ended up clicking really well, but it took a little bit for it to get going. Against Western Carolina, I don't think it should matter because you just have two dudes. But against Kent State, that may come into play where it'll be a lower scoring game than maybe what people think, maybe even a closer game than what most people would think or hope for. But I still think Arkansas takes care of business there in Fayetteville. And Arkansas ends up winning this game by a final score of 31-17. to Maybe a little too close to comfort, may not be satisfying your need, but I think that that's what it's going to end up being a little bit closer. Then you get BYU at home, okay? Now, BYU is a team you faced last year, and in that particular game, Arkansas was dominating. And now I say dominating, like they had no answer for KJ. Yeah, no answer for Rocket. Like the offense was just doing whatever they wanted to do. And, you know, that was a beautiful thing. And luckily that did happen because Arkansas's defense, as we know, couldn't stop very many things. But this game being at home, BYU is a, is a good program and a well-coached team. And I think that this season, they may even be a little bit more of an improved team than what uh, most people may give them credit for. But I still believe that Arkansas is just going to do what they did similar to last year, not be able to be stopped. And it may not even be something in flashy offense and just throwing it all over the field. It just may be the running attack where it's just like, hey, keep running it until they can't stop you. And make some noise. And the offense is, you know, still maybe lacking a little bit in the pass. But the rushing attack is good. It's working. It looks good. It feels good. It's going well. And the defense is really improved from the season before. But BYU is still going to score some points. But I think Arkansas takes care of business in this one by a final score of 45-24. to 24. So that one's at home. Arkansas takes care of it. And they're 3-0 to start the season. Possibly flirting with the top 25 ranking. Depends on how things went in front of the, in the teams in front of them. But uh, that's exactly what they need to do, where all the games in the state of Arkansas need to start with wins. Now comes the big ones. Now that we get into conference play. And Arkansas is going on the road to play LSU in Baton Rouge in September. It's going to be hot. It's going to be awful. It's going to be miserable. And LSU is a team where they have a pretty like, tough go at the very beginning. But it could be pretty fascinating to see how they handle it. And here's why. You know, Arkansas playing Western Carolina. Kent State, BYU, not taking any of them for granted, but certainly maybe a little bit easier games. We're not playing SEC caliber teams. That's, that's, the, that's the key. They're, you're not playing the size, speed, and strength of what those teams are. And then, then you go into LSU on the road. But LSU, on the other hand, they play Florida State this weekend, a top 10 team. Then they play Grambling at home. Then they go on the road to Mississippi State. And then they play Arkansas. Not to say that though, that means alone that Arkansas is going to win. But for anyone who thinks that LSU is just going to blow out Arkansas, I don't see that happening. And who knows? Maybe LSU is, you know, with those two tough games in the, in the early part of it, that may impact them a little bit. So I will pick that Arkansas, as much as it pains me to say, I'm going to pick that Arkansas loses this game. However, it's going to be close. And when I say close, I think Arkansas loses this one 31-27, where it's a back and forth, could go either way. 
Maybe LSU makes a play here or there. Maybe they get some sort of call here or there, which we know is definitely possible anytime Arkansas plays in the SEC, and they escape with a victory. Um, and it's not anything to be ashamed of. It's not anything to hold your head down on. It was just a good, hard-fought game, and LSU's a team that is some people believe can win the SEC, and especially being on the road, and we'll see what time it's at. Who knows if it's a night game? That always means a lot more. But I think Arkansas, it would be hard-pressed for me at this point in time to beat LSU. Now, of course, once we get closer to the game, I'll probably be like, I can see Arkansas winning this game by 10 points. Uh, but right now, gut feeling, Arkansas loses this game to LSU to start off the SEC slate. So you're sitting at 3-1 and one throughout the first four games of the season. I don't think it's bad. I think people are still happy. I think still people are optimistic and enthusiastic. But I think that uh, Arkansas sits about what people expect and like right where they should be by being three and one. Uh, we'll go to the next four games here in just a second. But first, folks, I got to tell you about game time. Listen, we all buy tickets to these games. And we know that with all these games we're talking about, especially the ones in Fayetteville, it can be difficult to try to find tickets at the last minute. Or maybe you're on the road. Maybe you're there in Baton Rouge in that final game and of the uh, this games we just talked about and need to get you a ticket, but you don't know anything about the area. You don't know anything about who to trust. Well, luckily you have game time because they have flash deals on last minute tickets. It's easy to find and buy tickets of every kind of event in every area that you're in. It gives you images of the seat view. So that way, you know, whenever you're buying this ticket, this is what you're going to be looking at. And it's always the lowest price guaranteed event cancellation protection and job loss protection too. So a lot of things that can happen when it comes to the insurance part of it. And we know that they will always have you taken care of. It's the place to get all of your tickets, no matter what. And it's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You know, nobody's jumping on board for this just for the sake of it's the cool thing to do. It's because it's the best thing to do when it comes to buying tickets. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. So we know that uh, the prediction so far has Arkansas going 3-1. and one with victories over West Carolina, Kent State, BYU, and then a loss to LSU on the road. So now we get really into, without question in my opinion, the toughest stretch, or at least partly of the toughest stretch, because you could throw LSU in there, but since we're doing it by four-game increments, um, this is the one that without a doubt is most important, but also the toughest one. Uh, Texas A&M. Texas A&M. They're in Arlington. And this, as we all know and we've talked about, is always the make-or-break game for Arkansas. Always. Because, as was pointed out earlier on this podcast, 
you see the times Arkansas beat A&M in the seasons that they had. Nine win seasons, 10 win seasons, 11 win seasons. In those years when Arkansas actually beat A&M. Times they lose, they never have that. In fact, the best season they ever had when losing to A&M, and when I'm saying wins, I'm talking about regular season wins, uh, in this particular case, uh, the best they ever did was seven wins. So that's the game. That's the key. That's the one. Now, there's a lot of fear that people have, and rightfully so, of Bobby Petrino being down there at Texas A&M. I understand. Believe me, I understand. I think that it's a scary thing if it all works. And if it does work with the talent that they have down there, they could be a force to be reckoned with in the SEC West and maybe even contend for something. However, I don't think it will. I don't think that it'll be a game that Texas A&M comes in and just works Arkansas. There's something about that game in Arlington, even in the times when Arkansas lost, which we all know they've lost a lot, but it's always close, no, no matter what these teams are doing. Like, Arkansas under Chad Morris lost to A&M, with Jimbo Fisher being there, mind you, by seven points and by four points, respectively. Chad Morris did that. And so there's something about that game to where it's never going to be a blowout. It's never going to be sheer domination. It's about can, like, who can make the plays in the end when it matters the most. And it's not going to be any different this time. I think Arkansas is going to have a game plan in place. I think that they're going to do a really good job of setting the tone. And I think that they're going to want to be motivated and make up for last year's game because that's one that shouldn't have happened. I say Arkansas wins this one. They get redemption against A&M. They take care of business against Bobby Petrino for the second year in a row. And Arkansas gets that win to where suddenly fans are really riding high, really feeling good after beating Texas A&M. All right, so now they're sitting at 4-1, and one, possibly and probably in the top 25. Because with your only loss being a close one on the road to LSU, you're feeling good. Then comes the old Miss game on the road down there in Oxford. Now, last time Arkansas went down to Oxford, it was a thriller as Arkansas lost 53-52 to or 52-51, uh, where it was a back-and-forth game. Offense, or defense was optional, and it just happened to be where Arkansas scores the final touchdown on the final play of the game in regulation. They go for two, and they don't get it. That's what it came down to. Just a great game all around. Arkansas dominated Ole Miss last year. Arkansas dominated Ole Miss in 2020. So really, since Sam Pittman's been there, Arkansas has had, without a doubt, the most success, especially offensively, against Ole Miss. That won't change this year. Arkansas is going to go on the road, and they're going to offensively take care of business and do the same thing. K.J. Jefferson, anytime that he goes in, back into his home state, he performed. It kills me that he could not play at Mississippi State last year because I know it killed him because he knows he would have been able to show out in front of the home state fans there. And he's going to do the same thing against Ole Miss once again. Only this time, defense will be the difference between these two teams. And I will take Arkansas's defense. I think that they will be better. I think that they will be, just when it comes to matchup and physicality, I think Arkansas is going to be better. And I think Arkansas goes on the road and beats Ole Miss. I know everyone's obsessed with Lane Kiffin and the quarterbacks and the offense and how fun it is and how trolly is and how blah, blah, blah. I think Arkansas takes care of business. And they beat Ole Miss. And now, now they're sitting at 5-1. and one. Halfway point of the season, five and one. Goodness, right? Oh, no. Oh, gosh. What do I hear? You're getting too excited. 
you're caught you're talking crazy over here now you're suddenly you're, you're getting that top 15 ranking and everyone's feeling good about the razorbacks well don't worry it comes back down to reality is the next time you, you next game you play alabama number four in the country at least at the preseason and in this game you know what it's not even worth really going into in detail you lose doesn't mean you get blown out doesn't mean that they're just going to dominate you but on the road against Alabama, we all know what Nick Saban does and how good he is. I think Arkansas keeps it close, but Arkansas loses in the end, I would say, by a final score of 35-17, to 17, something to that extent. Maybe it's close and then Alabama pulls away in the end, but I'm just not picking that one just yet for Arkansas. So you're 5-2. Five, five and two. And for the final game of this little section and region, Mississippi State at home. Mississippi State's a very interesting team because Arkansas did not beat them last year because uh, K.J. Jefferson did not play. Mike Leach, rest in peace, is no longer the head coach there, and you have a new coach in Coach Arnett. Uh, don't really know what to expect out of him in year one. He's got some pieces, but what to expect? Here's my thing. Arkansas is not going to lose this game at home. They're mad because they lost to Bama, maybe a little bit limpy because they're coming out of that Bama game, but it's at home. And I think that, again, a Mississippi school, K.J. Jefferson, he performs the best, usually, against his schools that he wanted to beat and from the state. And I think, he does, I think he does it again this year. He beats Mississippi State. Arkansas's offense has success. And Mississippi State gets some things going. And it's probably a pretty close game. But I say Arkansas pulls ahead and, who knows, maybe a game-winning field goal or at least a, uh, a game-separating field goal, some to that extent. But I'll say Arkansas wins this game, final score of 38-31. to 31. No, I don't know how to say it. 38-35 to 35 what I meant. Uh, Arkansas takes care of business in that one. And now they're sitting at through, I guess, in this point in time, eight games. They're sitting at six and two. So, whoa, really good, right? Well, we'll get to the final stretch of the season here in just a second. Folks, this episode is brought to you by Markel. From Fayetteville to El Dorado and everywhere in between, Markel has been helping Arkansas small business community for over 30 years. Markel is global specialty insurer with a truly people-first approach. And to them, insurance is just more than a piece of paper. It's a promise to help you get back on your feet. We spend a third of our lives working, so on-the-job injuries can be expected. You work hard to build your business, so it's important to make sure that you and your employees have the right insurance coverage. Whether you're new to business or celebrating a 25th year anniversary, or they have one employee or 1,000 employees, Markel aims to help understand your workers' compensation insurance needs. So find an independent local agent to get a free workers' compensation insurance quote today at markelinsurance.com slash locked on. That's M-A-R-K-E-L insurance.com slash locked on. Markel, insuring America's small businesses since 1930. Insurance carrier coverage, dividends, and services availability may vary by state. Markel is a registered trademark of Markel Group, Incorporated. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast with our final predictions for the final stretch. I got Arkansas sitting at six and two right now. All right, six and two, and they have this stretch where they come out of a, they have a bye week and then they go on the road to play Florida. Now, this one I have gone back and forth on many times, especially coming out of the bye week and, and knowing what's going on, and. I'm going to predict this, and again, people are probably going to start going nuts, but I believe that since Arkansas is playing Florida coming off of a bye week, granted it is on the road, I get it, it's on the road, but Arkansas coming out of the bye week, 
is always very important. I feel like Arkansas, especially under Sam Pittman, plays much better coming out of the bye week. And on top of that, the week before Arkansas faces off against Florida, Florida plays Georgia in Jacksonville the week before. So that's a huge key where Arkansas is able to get a little bit more healthy, and Florida is probably going to get more dinged up by playing, without question, the number one team in the country in the Georgia Bulldogs. That's a huge gift to Arkansas. And at the same time, in the same token, we don't really know what Florida's going to do with Billy Napier in year two. By this point in time of the season, it could be going full-fledged disaster mode, or it could be really good. But I'm going to predict Arkansas, for the first time since joining the SEC, gets a win on the road in Gainesville. They're going to win that game. I, I, I feel it. I feel good about it. I'm going to pick them, and they're going to win it. So now the Razorbacks, with three games left, are sitting with only two losses, right? Seven and two. Craziness. Well, you get Auburn at home. Probably like, oh, John, we're well, definitely going to pick Arkansas to beat Auburn. And so you're probably thinking they're going to go 10 and two. No. I have a feeling that Auburn is going to beat Arkansas. As much as it pains me to say it, and as much as I don't want it to happen, it's just one of those games to where it's weird. Like Auburn has Arkansas's number. And with Hugh Freeze being there, I think he's developed a culture. He's developing energy. There's a talent level that's there. Maybe Arkansas's riding a little too high, coming back home. And somehow, some way, Auburn's going to win it. And I will go ahead and predict it because, let's be honest, it's going to happen. I'm sure the officiating will be absolutely atrocious in that game because it always is when it's Arkansas-Auburn. And I see no difference in this one. So I'm sure the officials help Auburn. And Arkansas maybe falls asleep a little bit, has some uncharacteristic turnovers or whatever it may be, maybe looking ahead, feeling themselves a little bit. And Arkansas loses the game at home. I don't want that to happen, but I just have that feeling. It's my predictions and everything. I think that that ends up being the case. And Arkansas loses, we'll say, by a final score of uh, something like, or that one in particular, say Auburn wins uh, 31 to 20 over Arkansas. I didn't give a score prediction for the Florida game, so I, I need to do that. Arkansas would win that one to me 42 to. 42-31. Uh, so I think Arkansas's offense gets there. So they win that one. Then Auburn, they lose to Auburn the next week. I hate saying it, but that's how I feel. So now you're sitting with two games left. Uh, through After 10 games, you're sitting there with seven and three. You get FIU at home right there. The, you're trying to almost like a nice little, all right, let's take out our frustrations and anger on the team. You smoke Florida International. You beat them handedly. Something like 56 to seven. You know, just, just absolutely destroy them and you are just really take out a lot of frustrations and exercise a lot of demons and then finally Missouri at home this game I hate it I hate Missouri I hate because not because of anything else other than the fact it's just annoying that Arkansas loses to him and I think Sam Pittman hates the fact that he lost to him and I think all the team hates the fact that they lost to him this past year and as much as you exercise demons against Florida International I think you're going to do it even more so against Missouri Missouri's going to be probably sitting at that, you know, six and five mark, you know, and they're probably going to give him, Eli Drinkwitz another extension, and he's probably going to be acting like he's going to get all excited because, oh, man, I went six and five. Look what I'm doing. But I think that Arkansas is going to absolutely blitzkrieg Missouri. I hope they do, and I think they will. And so Arkansas wins that one and wins it handedly. I say Arkansas takes care of business in that one by a final score of 40, say 45. To 28, 45-28. Uh, you know, Missouri may get some points late, but Arkansas is in full control of the game and they take care of business. 
There's my predictions. A 9-3 and three year for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Call it optimistic. Call it drinking Kool-Aid. Call it whatever you want. But I just have a feeling about this team. And knowing what they have going on for them and knowing how indeed improved the defensive line and the secondary is going to be, knowing that you got KJ, knowing you got some great running backs, knowing you got some wide receivers that really are, are really getting the hang of it and, and you're going to have a tight end position that's going to be more utilized. Like, and you got a culture, you got an energy, you got some newness to it. All of these things, I believe that Arkansas takes their best. They were this close to going 9-3 and three last year, folks. This close. Seven points away. And you know what I think? This is an overall better team than what last season was. And if this is a better team, I believe that they will make up for it by getting to that 9-3 and three mark, get a great bold bid, and possibly get to that 10-win mark. K.J. Jefferson ends up being first-team All-SEC quarterback. I believe it. Rocket Sanders, first-team All-SEC running back. Both are going to have big years. I believe Arkansas is going to have some other pieces there on the defense. It's going to be getting a lot of love. Landon Jackson, Jeff Coat, All-SEC-type honors for them, too. And everyone's going to be like, wow, all right. The Sam Pittman guy knows what he's doing. And that gives Arkansas, by going 9-3, a 5-3 and record in the conference, which will be, for the first time since 2015, a winning record in the SEC. And only the second time since 2011, so in 12 years. There you have it. There's my predictions. I'm sure they will 100% happen, and nobody is going to reference this video once again when I'm wrong at all because I won't be wrong, and you guys are going to be so nice about it in the comments too. I can feel it. I can absolutely feel it. Appreciate everybody listening in the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. And we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel next week. Have a great Labor Day weekend, everybody. We'll see you then.